Kibbutz of Aim. We've been going through Kibbutz of Aim. We saw this morning, uh, uh, we started with Reish Mem over here. The Simon Reish Mem. We saw Sif Aleph and Sif Beis. So between Aleph and Beis, there's like three main points um, that come in. So we know, first of all, just the background. There's Kibbutz of Aim and, and Yiro, Kavad and Moira. There's two mitzvahs, and we're going to cover both of these mitzvahs. Um, and the Shulchan Aruch starts with Moira. Ezuhu Moira, what, what, what's included in Yira? Fearing your parents. It's honoring your parents and fearing your parents. And fearing your parents, we saw uh, three ba- basic categories so far between Aleph and Beis. Um, not occupying his space, whether that's his, where he sits, where he stands. Not getting involved in his discussions and debates. Not being machriya tevarov, right? Not, not taking sides on a debate that he's in, whether that's to disagree with him or even to back him up. That's another example of giving him Yira, and not calling him by his name. So his place, his discussions, and his name. These are all applications, examples of having the proper Yira for your parents, for your father, and this extends to your mother as well. The discussion is your father. That's generally, you know, uh, that's, the, the, that's the, the standard case. It would be more relevant with, you, with your father, but these halachas also apply to one's mother. Um, just take a step back. What's, what's, the, what's the common denominator between all these things? All these halachas not standing in his place, sitting in his place, his place, his discussions, his name. So these are all applications of the halacha of Yira, of having fear of one's father. Yira, the idea of Yira really means, and you know, when we, we approach it this way, we see how everything really uh, uh, clicks into one, one, one um, basic theme over here. The idea of Yira is really to make a, a clear statement for ourselves and to show our father that we understand this, that he just, he, he occupies a different place. There's, there's, there's a mechitza between myself and my father, not unlike Yerushalayim. Hashem is untouchable. Hashem is unreachable. Hashem is unfathomable. I'm down here, I'm in a different place. I, I'm in a different plane of existence. So that's really the obligation we have in Moira to our parents as well. They're in a different plane of existence than myself. I, I, they're, they're, there's a mechitza that separates them from me. And I, I can't equate myself with them. I can't be shav v'shav. I can't put myself side by side with them. I have to understand that they're in a place that I'm, that's forever unreachable to me, forever uh, beyond my, my, my grasp. And therefore, I can't sit in their seat. I can't stand in their, in their place. I can't call them by their name. I can't disagree or even back them up because to do so is, make, is equating myself with them, is making them my buddy, making me their buddy. You know, and out there, you know, outside in the secular world, there's discussions about this. You should be your kid's best friend. So it's good for you to have a good relationship with our children, and it's good for us to have a good relationship with our parents, but you know, the Torah in its timeless outlook over here is, is, is showing us the right way of raising parents, of raising children, raising parents, and the right way of raising children, the right way of being a child to my parents is understanding that there's a mechitza. No, they're not my best friend. They're, they're above me. They produce me. They raise me. And, and I have to have ear for them. They're, they're in a place that's forever untouchable. And that shows up and I can't sit in their seat. I can't stand in their place. I can't, I can't contradict, nor can I back them up, because to do so would be equating myself with them. You can't equate yourself with your parents. You can't refer to them by name the same way. Hashem's name is so, so uh, you know, for us, you know, we, we, we can't just be flippant about Hashem's name. We can't, we, 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 we put Hashem in a different place than us with our parents as well. So that, that's, the, that's the theme of what year is all about. And this is, this is uh, the right way of, of relating to our parents. And it shows up in those three areas that we saw so far between Aleph and Beis. So this is a quick, a few quick practical hoisophis um, to what we saw this morning. We'll go through these three areas. Um, the place and then the uh, discussions and the, uh, the, the, the shame, your, father, your parents' names, your father's name. 
When it comes to his place, we saw you can't sit in his place and you can't stand in his place. Standing in his place can mean a physical place or it can mean a group. He's having discussion with people. Don't get involved if you see there's like, you know, they're having a, your father's on the vad and they're having the vad discussions. You stay out of that. If there's a place where your father stands and people come to be shoyal eitzah from him, you can't even stand in that place. And you certainly can't sit in, sit in his place either. Um, he has a place, that he, father, the father generally sits at the head of the table, right? That's where the father goes. You can't sit at the head of the table. That's your father's seat. That's a breach of Moira. How can, how, can I sit in his, how can I dare sit in his place? That would be equating myself with my father. I can't sit in his place. What about his chair that's not in its place? So it's interesting. This is something that doesn't come up in Shulchan Aruch. The Noise Kalim don't discuss it. It would seem to be a very basic question. You know, a, a father has two things usually. He has the place where he sits and he has the chair that he sits in, the, the tati chair, right? Most houses have the tati chair. This is the tati chair. What if I take the tati chair and I relocate it? I put it on the side of the table. I put it at the end of the table. I, I, I move it into the living room. Can you sit in the tati chair when it's not in the tati place? It's not discussed openly in Shulchan Aruch, but the place can say that the, the, the Isra extends both ways. That's also called your father. Your father's place means the location, but it also means the, 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 uh, the upholstery that supports him. If there, your father has a chair that he always sits in, this is the tati chair, so it doesn't make things more mutter to relocate the tati chair and move it somewhere else. The halach extends to the tati chair as well. What about your father's place in shul? So again, even though here it's a little bit ambiguous, it, when, don't say yes shul, don't say not shul, it doesn't sound like his place, place in the house. But um, again, in halacha, the same way your father has a place. Our fathers have a place at the table, the dining room table, and, and the, 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 this is the tati chair, this is the tati place. In shul's wealth, the father has a malcolm kavua. The child can't sit in his father's malcolm kavua either. He can't go, and you know your father's not coming to shakras that day, and it's a little tight in shul. You can't sit in his place in shul. You've got to sit somewhere else. Even if, and again, it works both ways. You can't sit in his chair even if it's not in his place. And you can't sit in his place even if you're not sitting in his chair. So at home, it doesn't work to take a different chair and put it at the head of the table. I'll sit in my chair at the head of the table because that's your father's place even if it's not his chair. And so in shul also this wouldn't work to take a different chair and put it in your father's seat wherever your father sits. So you can't sit in your father's seats. Okay? Um, in shul as well. In shul you can't sit in his place either. Um... You can't disagree with him, you can't, or be machriya him. If he's having a discussion with other people and there's a debate going on, you can't support those who are disagreeing with your father, nor can you support your father and say, I think my father's right, I think my father's wrong. Now, in Yonah Torah, when it comes to learning, things change a little bit, as the Noise Kalim point out. Um, they, they bring down that the Rosh, um, the Kaseder is disagreed with by his son, the tour. The tour has a commentary called the tour, and consistently the tour will bring down his father, the rush, and say differently than his father, the rush. So we see that when it comes to learning, the rules change a little bit. That's not called disagreeing with your father, it's called Paskening Shalas, that's called, that's called uh, Darko Shaltoiro. However, they do bring down that when, 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 when there's room to do it in a more polite way, the nice Kalim say you should do it in a polite way. So they point out that actually, whenever the tour is able to disagree with his father by citing a different opinion that disagrees with the father, the tour seems to do that. If the tour has someone that disagrees with the rush, and the tour can say, the halach is like such and such opinion, the, the tour will do that, but when the tour doesn't have someone else to back him up, he will say, uh, this is what my father says, but this is not what the halach is. So again, that's not called disagreeing with your father, it's called bring out, Amita Shotaira, it's called bring out, there's, there's different ways of looking at this, why it becomes mutter, the rules change a little bit when it comes to Nyanei Torah, either that's not called disagreeing with your father, that's called pasketing, that's called bringing out the greater emiss of Torah, or, or that's called, you know, both of us together in a common pursuit of Hashem's covet, Hashem's honor, 
and I'm not disagreeing with my father, it's, it's understood that we, we have a common pursuit of, of Hashem's emes. That being said, so that brings another header, very good to know, as Hashem Yisbarach, you know, whether we're doing this now, we'll have the opportunity to, to learn in depth with our children. Sometimes we learn in depth with our, our parents, some of us are able to learn in depth with our own parents, our own fathers, uh, all of us, as Hashem Yisbarach, have or will have the opportunity to learn in depth with our children. So, you know, you can learn B'chavrusa with your kid. What happens when you learn B'chavrusa with your kid? You learn B'chavrusa with your father. So everyone knows what it's like when you learn with B'chavrusa, right? What, when you learn with B'chavrusa, the B'chavrusa the, the experience that we want is a very labadic experience. We want an experience with the B'chavrusa where we're at each other's throats, where it's vicious, we're attacking one another, we're slugging up one another, we're saying, that's, 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 that's a crazy deed that doesn't make any sense, that's not what Rashi is saying, that is what Rashi is saying, that's not what the Rashi is saying, that's not what Taisus is saying, look, you, you, that's, that doesn't make any sense if you learn Taisus this way, this doesn't make any sense, that's how you learn with the Chavrusa. So what happens when you learn with your father? How do you learn with your father if you want to have an a, 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 a authentic, genuine learning experience without disagreeing with him? You can't. There's no way to have a genuine learning experience without being able to disagree with someone and saying, no, this, this is it's saying like this, it's saying like that. It's not saying like this, it's not saying like that. So again, here in Halacha, one is allowed to disagree with one's father when one is learning Bechavrusa, when you're developing a sugi with your father, you are allowed to disagree. You're allowed to say, but if you say like that in Taisus, then this doesn't make any sense. And if you say like that in the Rajvah, then this doesn't make any sense. If you say like that in the Gemara, the next line doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work. Certainly one should try to make it as respectful as possible, right? Don't say, uh, you know, Yechavrusa, maybe you can call a shaita, right? Shaita bistu, right? You shouldn't say that to your father. You don't have to go that far. Call your father a shaita. You know, you don't have to tell your father something like, "Ay, gevald, you, you made birchas atar this morning. You made a brachal of atolo. right?" So you shouldn't have. You shouldn't tell your father that. Yechavrusa, tell your chavrusa that by all means. By all means, tell your chavrusa that. But uh, but you are allowed to disagree. You are allowed to be soicerous dvar. Soicerous dvar, you allowed to say, because again, kachi shatar. That's how you learn up a sugya, by being soicerous dvar. That's not called disagreeing with your father. It's called learning a sugya together with your father. So it's so, so a very uh, uh, a significant heter, halacha to know about. Um, finally, with Seamus, with names. So um, Shulchan Aruch says, you can't, re- you can't, the Ramah, the Ramah says, you can't, use your father's name in his presence, even if you're not calling, referring to your father. If you have a table, say your father's name is, is uh, Moshe, and there's another Moshe at the table, says the Ramah, you can't refer to that person as Moshe if your father's sitting there at the table. And if it's a shame ploy, if it's an unusual name, you can't use that name even if your father's not at the table. You can never use that name. A shame ploy if your father's not around. What's an example of a shame ploy? Because I had a chavruza years ago in the mirror who told me that his father has a shame ploy. His father's name is Paltiel. Anyone own any Paltiels over here? Paltiel is a biblical name. It comes up in the, in the what? Your grandma? Oh, you've met one. Okay. So I hope not your grandma. Right. So his father's name was Paltiel. Paltiel uh, ben, ben, ben Rafu. So there was one in the seam. It was uh, Paltiel. So his father's name was Paltiel. And that was a shame ploy. There was a, a real application of this halacha here in Shulchan Aruch. And the Shulchan Aruch was telling him, you can't, use his fa- you can't call anyone Paltiel, you can't use the name Paltiel, even not in his father's presence. But the Ramah is very, very, very stringent. The Ramah, coined the Ramah, if you have a guest over his name is Moish, and your father's name is Moish, you can't say, Moish, please pass the potatoes. You're not, not to your father, to, to the other Moish. Your father's name is, is, is Yitzchak, and there's another Yitzchak at the table, you can't say, Yitzchak, how are you doing? I'm so happy you came. Coined the Ramah, you're not allowed to do that. The Shach brings down a drisha who's chaylik on the Ramah says, no, you are allowed to do that. If, if, even if your father's present, 
but, but uh, even in your father's presence, if you're referring to someone else who has the same name, you are allowed to do that. Um, that's, that is the, the shach. Um, so there is a machloikas over here. The taz goes with the ramah, the shach disagrees with the ramah. We have a machloikas, and the application of this machloikas, again, is can I use my father's name in his presence if I'm referring to someone else? That's the machloikas over here. Everyone agrees, though, everyone agrees that not in my father's presence, I can't refer to him by name, even not in his presence. In other words, I, my father's name, let's say, is Maish. So I can't say to someone else, I was speaking with Maish the other day, if I'm referring to my father. Everyone holds you're not allowed to do that. I mean, it doesn't flip both ways. We don't say that those who say that I could refer to another Maish in my father's presence say I can refer to my father's Maish, not his presence. No. No one says you're allowed to do that. Everyone agrees that's a tremendous zilzal, tremendous disgrace. To my father's covenant, you're certainly not allowed to do that. You know, um, refer to your father by his name, not in his presence. You can't refer to your father's name ever by, by your father by name, not in his presence or not in his presence. Um, but in his presence, th- th- we have a big machlekas over here. Before we get into how we navigate this in practical halacha, um, even the machmirim, that's the ramah, and the taz, they both agree that that uh, although I can't refer to my father, I can't, I can't use my father's name when, even when I'm referring to someone else in his presence, what's the reason behind that? What's the reason is there at the table and my father's name is Maisha, how come I can't say Maisha, please pass the potatoes? <laughs> I'm not referring to my father, so well, why, why is that a disgrace to my father's covenant? The Ramah says you're not allowed to do that, and, 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 and the Taz backs him up. Well, what's the problem? I'm not, I'm, my father's name became like Yudke Vavke, it became a, uh, the shame have value. I can't, I can't, I'm not allowed to say my father's name. I'm not referring to my father. You mean it's like a, like a, like a shmira, a chaka. Okay. But the Taz has a different idea. The Taz has a different reason. So it would be a reason to make it mutter. <laughs> Right, right, right. So you're, you're defending the shach. You're defending the shach. Yeah. The, the mekilim. Right, 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 right. It would be shocking. Hopefully. Oh, it should be shocking. Yeah. Okay, maybe, but again, then that, but that's, again, so that, but that's the words. My father, his name became like mamish, like the shame havaya. So, so, so the Taz says the reason is, What? Oh, people, people think that I'm, I, I called my father. People think, now this is a little bit, the two Rabbi Yosef's are now in disagreement with one another. Well, we have you, Rabbi Yosef is backing up the Shach, Rabbi Yosef Lindenbaum is backing up the Taz. But um, the, the, the Taz actually says that, that people may think that I'm doing the unthinkable. Meaning, I, I say, Moish, pass the potatoes. So someone's not paying attention. He's not watching who I'm looking at. He'll say, what? He just asked his father to pass the potatoes? He calls his father Moish? People may think that. What? There, there's an idea of Don Lekaschus, excellent question. So Don Lekaschus, the question is, whose obligation is that? It's their obligation, to but I'm never supposed to put myself into a situation where I say, I expect to Don Lekaschus. We actually have a requirement of the opposite, we're always supposed to try to stay as clean as possible, not try to do something which requires someone else to Don Lekaschus. Your obligation is to Don Lekaschus, but my obligation is to make sure that you don't have to Don Lekaschus, that I should be a notch above that. So this is the Taz. The Taz says, like Rabbi Lindenbaum, that if I refer, you say, refer to someone else at the table with my father's name, while my father's there, people might think that I was asking him to pass me the tales, and they'll guess, they'll say, that's how he treats his father? Now the Shach 
is going like what Rabbi Yosef Weslav said, that uh, no, no one's going to think that. Well, you're going to call your father by his first name. You can call your father. Mush, nobody does that. You don't have to worry about it. But the Torah says, there's room to be concerned that people might think I was referring to my father by his first name. <laughs> that being the case, it comes out very interesting. Even though we know that there's a Ramah who's Machmir and there's a Taz who follows in the footsteps of the Ramah, what about when, you know, your father's at the table, he came to visit you Sukkot time, Rosh Hashanah time, and there's a minute, you, you learn Mishnahis by your table. Let's say your father's name is Akiva, and you come to a Mishnah that has, has the name Akiva in it. Akiva Nicham Tanu, Akiva Nicham Tanu. So, according to the Ramah, do you have to skip that? You have to say, Nicham Tanu, Ayin Kuf Yud Veis Aleph, Nicham Tanu. Your father's name is Akiva? Right? Your, your father's name is Moshe, and, and you're, you're, you're doing the Parsha with your kid. You, say, you have to say a kid, well, someone took us out of Mitzrayim, and that was Aaron's brother and Miriam's brother. He was a son of Amram and Yocheved, but I can't say his name. Your father's name is Moshe. You're not allowed to talk about the Moshe in the, the parasha. Lekuliyama, you are allowed to do this. Even like the Ramah, even like the Taz, who's Machmer, that you can't refer to someone else by the table with your father's name as your father's there. It's not the word that you can't say that name, and now we understand why. It's, it's not a word of his father's name became Havai. That, this is one of the, that would be of an Afghamina from that. Not that, that your father's name become, became ineffable. You're not allowed to say the name, but people might think you're referring to your father. So that's only something that would be a chashash within conversation. I, I'm addressing some of the table. Moish passed me the tables. Moish, thank you for coming. Moish, what's the weather like outside? But if he's talking about the parish, he said, oh, Moishe, Moishe, went to Paro. No one thinks you're talking about your father because you're, you're discussing the parasha. If you're reading Mishnayis, you say, Rabbi Kiva, no one thinks you're talking about your father, Kiva, because you're reading Mishnayis. See, even like the Oishim, you're allowed to, in your father's presence, say your father's name, Yoshua. Right? Your father's name is Yoshua. And you can, you can learn to say for Yoshua, you can talk about the Maiso, Yoshua, if your father's at the table, because everyone knows you're not referring to, no, no, there's no room to think you're referring to your father because you're, this is a parasha time. Everybody chap? So that's within the Oisrim, there, there's a Kula. How do we go on Halacha? It's, it's a big Machlech. The, the Minaga Oilam is to be Mekel. The Minaga Oilam is we are Mekel, that in, in, when, in, even in your father's presence, if there's a Maisha at the table, you say Maisha. But, you know, one should be careful not to, you know, to do it in a way where, where, where people may think the, or you are referring to your father. I mean, if, 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 if um, there is room for that, the shachas were not concerned for that, that people will think you're referring to your father. So therefore, it's okay. If it looks like, just based on the dynamics, my father's sitting right next to someone else who has the same name as him, or whatever else the situation may be, there is room to be chayshish for the Ramah and the Taz, but again, the minigayim is to be makel, to go with the shach, and if my father's at my table and someone else at my table has the same name as my father, um, that the minigayim is to go with the shach and refer to this person by his name, even if that's the same name as his father. We, we, do, we don't dismiss the Taz entirely from Allah and the Ramah, uh, and, and if the circumstances uh, make it you know, a little bit more of a concern, then it's something to know about. But again, according to everyone, there is no room to be machmer if like a discussion that comes up in learning. Um, Okay, but as we said, you can never refer to your father by his name when you're talking about your father, even not in his presence. So now, the last thing we have to wrap up then is how do, how do we do, deal with that when we have, to, we have to mention our father's name when you get called up for an aliyah, or we're a gabbai and we have to call up our father for an aliyah, or we're asked to sign a ksuba and we have to write our father's name, or... Rahman al-Islam, you have to daven for a sick parent and you have to give their name into somebody. The halacha is that you're not allowed to mention your parents by their names, even not in their presence. You can't say, well, I'll just tell your wife, well, I, just, I was just speaking with Moish the other day. Moish was Moish. Oh, my father. Right? I was speaking with Moish. No, you're not allowed to do that. You can't do that. Chas 
So what about when you have to mention their name? First of all, so in Ksiva, the place can say that there's no difference in talking and writing. I can't, I can't write, you know, my, write out, I, you know, I talk about my father by his name the same way I can't talk, I can't, I can't write out his name the same way I can't talk about it by, by, by name. However, sometimes it's necessary to do that when you are signing a document, when you're writing something up, when you're an application filling out a form. So any form that, that I have to fill out that um, allows me to give him a, an honorable title, like Reb. So you should always strive to put a Reb there. Like when you sign a Ksuba, you're allowed to put the Reb. You put a Resh. When you have to sign a Ksuba, you, you, you try to address your father with covet even when you have to write out his name. Um, and Aliyah, they have to know your name. So the same thing with getting an Aliyah. That's why one should always say Reb. You know, they ask you what your name is. So my name is Yitzchak ben Reb Moshe. They do have to know your name because the Minig Ashkenaz is to call somebody by his name. The, the Svar Makadashim say this big in Yonim. You mention somebody by his name when you give him an Aliyah. It, 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 there's a lot of uh, Kedusha, Shef, and stuff like that. So you have to mention your father's name, but you, you are, in as much that you can do it in an honorable way, respectful way, so you say Reb. My name is Yitzchak ben Reb Moshe. That, that's why one should always strive to do that. Don't say, I'm Yitzchak ben Moshe. I'm Yitzchak ben Reb Moshe. Let the Gabbai say what the Gabbai wants to say. But I should introduce myself whenever I have to refer to myself, my, my father's name, I say Reb, to give him uh, an honorable title. When you have to fill out a form and you can't do the Reb, like by Gittin, we don't add anything extra into a Get. So someone has to be an aide on a Get. So you have to leave it out, because again, that, 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 now that's Torah. That's, 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 that I'm not disrespecting my father. That's the way you write a Get. Uh, legal forms also, sometimes you can't write, you know, Reb or Doctor or whatever. You just have to put your name and your father's name. So again, it's not showing disrespect to your father. It's filling out a form, and you're allowed to do that. Uh, what about the Gabbai calling up his father? So some people, some Gabbai, when they call their father, they say, Yamad Avi Mori. Yamad Avi Mori, and their father will come up. So that's not really the right way to do it. It's showing a lot of respect. But again, the Minigah Ashkenaz is to say the name of the Oila, and the Svar Makadashim say that, that that's like a, that, that's, a, that, 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 that's being Moirid uh, Shefa, um, it's giving him Kedusha. They were like, we, you know, it's something that is the Minigah The Svarim don't say any names, anyone's names when they give. Yamod Aliyat Shlishi, Yamod Aliyat Rivi. The Svarim don't say names. The Ashkenaz, we have the Minigah to say a name. There's, there's, there's room, there's, uh, there, there's reasons rather behind this Minigah of saying the names. And even when you call up your father, um, it's, in other words, saying names is not just a convention for convenience when it comes to Ashkenazim. There, there, there's reasons behind it, and we do strive to say the name. So when you have to call up your father for an Aliyah, you say, Yamoid, Avi Moiri, Reb Moshe ben Reb Yitzchak. You should say your father's name, but you preface it with Avi Moiri. Yamoid, Avi Moiri, Reb Moshe ben Reb Yitzchak, because you do want to give your father the same opportunity and the same kedusha, the same shefa, all the nice stuff, whatever's going on when you give him the name as he comes, as he approaches the Torah, he approaches it with his name. You want your father to get that as well, but you say it in a respectful way. Avi Moiri, Reb Ploini ben Reb Ploini. Important to do that, not just Avi Moiri. Um, and finally, giving a names for like a, a mishaberich list, for, for a chaylem. Rachman Lutzlan, someone has to daven for a parent. So, obviously you have to say the, the name, because how can they daven without the name? How can they make, give him a brach without knowing the name? And here, there is a, um, there is a, a discussion. Some say you should still say it with a reb. Like, you, you have to give your, your parent, parent's name into the gabbai when they're making the mishaberich for chaylem. You should say... Reb Moshe ben Reb Yitzchok. Others say that since it's a tefillah, it's a tefillah to Hashem, so you don't have to, you can drop the titles of respect and honor because it's not, again, disrespect. When you're addressing Hashem, you don't have to use titles of honor. When you're addressing the Rebbein Shalai, who's the Melech HaKavod, um, you don't need to give anyone else covered, so you just say the, the name itself. And that is the Minig. The Minig Oilam is when, when, when you are mentioning a parent's name, whether it's 
giving it to the Gabbai, or certainly in your own Shmon Esrei, when you're saying your own Rafainu and you throw in a parent's name, during Rafainu, so you say without the Reb, without the Moras, because you're addressing Hashem, Hashem is the Melech covered. you don't have to worry about being Mechabed, your parents, um, it's not a breach of covet to not mention the name, and you do have to mention the name for the the, the tzfilah, for the for the chayla. So even when you give it to the gabba, again, some say when you give it to the gabba, you should give it a, a, a preparatory title of respect. Others say you don't need to because it's a tzfilah, and that is the standard minigah item. Okay, so um, whenever you can, sometimes it is necessary to mention your father's name for alias, for stories, for documents, for davening. When we can, we give them a title of respect first. Reb, Reb, when someone calls you for an aliyah, your father is a, becomes a Reb, you say, Reb, I'm, I'm whomever, Ben, Reb, whomever. Should you, when, you know, let's say you're Yitzchak Ben Moshe. You're Yitzchak, your father's name is Moshe. So you say, I'm Yitzchak Ben Reb Moshe. Should you say, I'm Reb Yitzchak Ben Reb Moshe? That's a personal choice, you know, it's up to you. Um, <laughs> uh, but certainly your father should be Reb Moshe. Do you want to call, tell the guy you're Reb Yitzchak? Again, uh, make your own decisions. Um, what? A shver, yeah, that's coming up, the halachas of the, the shver. Um, when you can't write the title like on a get, so you, you can't write, there's nothing to talk about. Um, legal documents, you're not showing a disrespect because legal documents don't have any room for that title. Um, and in tefillahs, davening for a chayla, then the minig is also to leave it out because you're davening to Hashem and you don't need to add a <laughs> when you're dealing with a melech covered. Okay, all right, shkayich everyone for joining.